everyone, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today I'm here with Jacqueline Duong, so can you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, hi, uh, my name is Jacqueline, and I am currently a first year at UCLA. I went to high school with Andrea, so that's how we know each other, and I'm so glad to be here on her podcast, and also wanted to congratulate her on committing to CMU. What a big accomplishment. Um, even though she didn't choose UCLA, it's okay, but um, yeah, congrats. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, yeah, CMU Carnegie Mellon University. I'm really excited to be going there in the fall to study um, probably chemical and biomedical engineering, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess back to you. How has college been for you so far? Yeah, college has been very fun. Um I actually live pretty close to UCLA, like not so close that I would commute, but I do go home every couple of weeks. So it's like lifestyle wise, it's been a great balance between like meeting new friends and having a social life within college, but also being able to come home, sleep on my bed, you know, shower without shower shoes, and of course, hang out with my family. Um, In terms of academics, I've also been very much enjoying the experience. It is a lot harder than high school, I would say, for sure. But I'm actually in the process of changing majors right now. So that has been a pretty great learning experience, albeit difficult, but um, rewarding, I would say. It's good to hear that you really like um, college scenes. So I guess uh, you already talked a bit about the transition, so we can just start there. Mm-hmm. Um, you said the academics in college are a lot harder than high school would you say they were harder than you expected yeah I would say they're not harder than I expected but they're just definitely a step up right is what you would expect that college is more difficult than high school I would say that um am I allowed to say what high school we go to we went to yeah okay cool so um we went to Valencia right and I was part of the IB program there but I also took a lot of AP courses so In terms of like workload, I'm pretty used to, you know, spending many hours a day doing work and studying, but um, like content wise, there's just a lot of new things that I'm learning, which wasn't always necessarily the case in high school. For example, like in language arts, like you do learn um, in high school, I mean, you learn new things because you read new books, but it's not like new material kind of that you have to like completely learn from scratch. Whereas like in um, college, for example, I'm taking an introduction to electrical engineering course. And in that course, there's a lot of things I've actually never heard of before. So in that way, it's it's difficult. But like I said, it is very enjoyable. Oh, so like um, high school is more like applying things you already know to, I guess, new uh, in new forms. Whereas college has more breadth of like the topics you're studying. Yeah, it's definitely more, um, I want to say, narrow and more, what's the word that I'm looking for, like specialized kind of thing. Um, it's more relevant, like the stuff that I'm learning is more relevant to my future career. Of course, I do take some GEs or general education courses that are a little more like high school where it's like, it's kind of fun, um, not too challenging. But um, again, like it's always great to take a variety of class uh, classwork. Okay. 
Um, you mentioned earlier that you did IV. Um, I guess the big question is, do you think IV was worth it or it prepared you well for college? Yeah, I think this is a great question, especially with Valencia adding like Cambridge as well. <laughs> After I graduated, a lot of people, underclassmen, have asked me um, if I thought it was worth it. And personally, I don't think there is a correct answer. It really does vary with every single person. My older brother, he graduated from Valencia two years before me, and he just did APs. Whereas my little brother, who is currently a sophomore, he's planning to do Valtech. So there, it's like in our family, there seems to be like no right formula or right path. I think a lot of it has to do with fit. Um, and I think that's like with every aspect in life, you know, even college, a lot of people go towards prestige, but it's not always about which college is more prestigious. It's more about like what fits you better. And I think that kind of um, thought process can be applied with, you know, choosing what academic program that you want to take in high school as well. Yeah, that definitely makes sense because um, high school is not just something where you're trying to optimize to get into the best college. You're also hopefully enjoy it along mm-hmm. the way. Um, and I guess same goes for college when you're trying to choose a college. Like you said, um, just trying to go for somewhere that um, like suits you better. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, so um, Andrea, did you take IB? Yeah, I'm about to finish IB. Yeah, how do you feel about it? I'm curious to know because um, I like didn't take any IV tests, right? Because of COVID, mm-hmm. so I think it's easier for me to be like, "Oh yeah, IV's great," because I didn't go through like the pain of actually having to take assessments. But like from right. someone who will have to, like, how do you feel about it? I know. I mean, approaching exams, the general sentiment is like really anti-IV among my class. Uh, I would say personally, it depends um, not only on the fit, but on the what you're expecting to get out of it. Because I think a lot of the criticisms of IB is that it was pitched as like, oh, if you do IB, you're going to get into a great school. And with college admissions getting more and more competitive, that's often not the case. So personally, I or when I was deciding whether or not to do IB, I was thinking more about like the skills and like the people you're surrounded with as well because the people in IB obviously tend to be more hardworking and more geared towards academics so in that respect I'm glad I did it but I'm not sure how helpful it was at getting into college yeah that's interesting that um like you mentioned that it's pitched that way because actually like when it was pitched to me it was almost like the opposite I think Mr. Bill Hartz was the one our chemistry teacher who told me that like IB is not going to get you into college, but it's going to help you get through college. So um, I don't know, maybe it's like it was pitched differently because there was a sort of fallout or something in the people who were interested in IB. But um, for most of the people who graduated before me and like my year, I think we all kind of had a similar understanding that um, IB, it was more rigorous in that there's just a lot more writing and research but like I knew that it wasn't necessarily going to help me get into college, especially because like, like I'm a STEM major, right? Like <laughs> learn, knowing how to write all these like papers on like history or language arts probably wouldn't benefit me that much if I wanted to get in as a STEM major. But in a way, it did foster my critical thinking skills 
um, differently than if I just took like the like you know the AP equivalent of an IB class. So it's interesting to see like your perspective as well. Um, you know the different generations, quote unquote generations, because you're just a year younger than me. <laughs> um, when I say pitched, I meant more like implicitly, or at least、mm. the impression that people got. Yeah.、Um, Especially going to this cycle, right? We didn't really know what to expect after the past two years, especially、mm-hmm. with the COVID influence of people taking gap years and just、yeah. the test blindness, which、mm-hmm. just increases application volume. Exactly. But yeah,、um, I guess. What about the more like non-academic side of college? How did you find that transition to be? Yeah, I think it was. Pretty easy. I got pretty lucky and found some really good friends early on、um, that I'm still friends with. But、um, I think like finding those friends early on is sort of like a double-edged sword, right? Like you always have people to hang out with. You never have to eat a meal alone at the beginning. But at the same time, like you kind of get lazy.、Um, you're like you you find people that you like, and you're like, oh, I don't have to go out and meet new people. And then you know by the end of the year, mid mid year, you're like, wait, I still only have like. Three friends, which which is totally fine, you know, like that's not like a bad thing, but、um, especially because the first, I want to say, like half, first two quarters basically for me were online.、Um, now that I'm getting all in person classes,、um, I don't really have anyone to sit with in class. You know, I'm all alone in the big lecture hall, which again is totally okay. Like you don't always have to be with people, but. Part of me wishes that I reached out to more people early on so that I can have more friends. But then again, like it's still great. I love my friends right now, and I still like put out a conscious effort to meet new people whenever I run into them, whether it's like in class or maybe even in the elevator going back to the dorms. I try to make like small talk, and usually never goes anywhere. But you know, it's worth a try. Right, it's really interesting. Yeah, because、um, since I'm about to go to college, I've been. Looking at some like oh college advice stuff,、mm-hmm. um, where they always say to, or like in high school you make a lot of your friends because you're just seeing the same people all the time. But that's、mm-hmm. not really the case in college because it's so much bigger.、Um, so you really have to make an effort to reach out to people, which、mm-hmm. can be really difficult sometimes, especially for like me who are people like me who are really introverted, shy.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, just making an effort to reach out. Yeah, how's the、um, like reaching out to people virtually going for you? Because I know I remember when I was looking for like a roommate last year, it was so tiring. Like I would just DM like every other person on the UCLA class of twenty twenty five page. So I'm wondering, like, is it the same for you? Is it kind of rough? Um. Well, so I just committed like three days ago. <laughs> oh. Um. For my school,、um, someone made a spreadsheet where people、mm-hmm. can like put their information and like. Well, it's m- more for roommate searching. They put a lot、mm-hmm. of roommate questions, but、uh, a lot of people put their contact info. So I would just like DM them and say, "Hey, I just wanted to reach out." And, like,、mm-hmm. friends,、um, don't do what I did and just increase your DM volume by like way too much at once. My account got temporarily banned, but it's okay.、Um, so, yeah, I mean, just try to reach out to a lot of people. It's good to、um, 
because on that spreadsheet a lot of people put their interests like oh I draw or like I swim or something so Mm -hmm. it's really nice to have that starting point Mm -hmm. but and to like get to know people a little bit beforehand yeah 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 a lot of people like put like on the Instagram post like very generic things that like told me absolutely nothing about them like people be like oh I like boba and I listen to music and I was like okay said like half the school so um it was hard like with that little information it's hard to like see who you would vibe with and it's like funny because like I'll see people that like I remember I dm'd like every once in a while I like see them on campus or something and I'm like wow I dm'd them and like that went absolutely nowhere <laughs> which is more common than not because especially at UCLA like the campus is so big and there's so many people that like chances are like you'll meet someone and never meet them again <laughs> okay yeah um okay I think that's a really good piece of advice like you uh, mentioned before but do you have any other just like general tips for making the transition to college? Yeah, I think just not like thinking too much at the beginning, kind of like live in the moment, right? So I I mean, I mean, don't do anything like illegal or anything like that. I'm not condoning that. But um, I, I remember the first week that I moved in, I like was spending a lot of time trying to get to know people. And I felt really bad that like I wasn't updating like my parents and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, like am I gonna be that person who like forgets about their family when I get to college? But like now that everything's kind of settled down, I like text my mom a picture of like every meal that I eat, like to the point where like she's annoyed of me. Like she just <laughs> likes my messages. She doesn't even respond anymore. <laughs> but I think it's like don't worry about like changing, like, you know, kind of changing and like from your quote-unquote ideals or like the person you thought you once were because like at in the moment like at the beginning when you start to transition like everyone is coming into unfamiliar territory in your case you're like literally going to a different state right so it's normal to feel like a little overwhelmed at first but don't feel like scared about that just kind of live in the moment know things happen really fast at the beginning but eventually once you settle in you can stop and reflect, you know, spend more time talking to your family, updating your parents, but also spending that time with the new people that you just met. Right. And I know that at a lot of really prestigious schools, imposter syndrome is a big mm-hmm. thing. Um, people think they're like the only ones that aren't qualified, but everyone's going through the same thing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many people, right, who are like, oh, yeah, like, especially at UCLA, right? Like, I feel like there is just like a range of people. Some people are like, oh yeah, UCLA was like my reach school, like my absolute dream. And then you have those people who are like, oh, UCLA is my safety school. Like, excuse you. But, you know, there's just a range of people. And it's it's fun because, you know, if everyone puts their sort of ego and insecurities aside, then we all get along really well. And um, it's just a very nice place of belonging, which I'm sure you will find at CMU as well. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Uh, okay, I guess, do you just have any other just like general advice? Um. Let's see. Uh, I guess like if anyone's listening to this and like you're in high school thinking about like, you know, what you should be doing to get ready to get into college, my number one piece of advice is with like 
how unpredictable the college application cycles are becoming every year. If you're going to do something like extracurricularly, do it because you love it, not because you're trying to get into college. Um, I'll say this, like I did a lot of extracurriculars in um, high school that I like absolutely enjoyed. Like I played tennis, did speech and debate, did some volunteering. Every single one of the things that I did, I wholeheartedly loved. And even though like I wouldn't say the college application process didn't go exactly my way, um, I wasn't like disappointed in thinking that like, oh, I should have done more or should have done this differently because ultimately like I did what I enjoyed and I did things that like helped me develop into the person that I am today and the person that I'm proud of. So like, like I said, speech and debate, it was such a huge part of my life. Actually, Andrea, that's how we met, right? Like a long time ago. Oh yeah. I think <laughs> like I think that so. one summer at elite, right? Yeah. I think we knew each other very briefly, but yeah, like just doing speech and debate, like traveling and competing against people. And like, I'm seeing some of these people at UCLA, you know, and it's like so surreal that I'm like, remember this like one tournament I went, like we compete against, against, against each other. And like, you gave this speech and like, I don't know why I remember like everyone's speeches, but they never remember. And they're like, um, okay. Okay. Like, nice to meet you. Like, it's kind of funny, but it's also like very full circle, right? Like you think like, wow, everyone's, everyone's kind of, kind of here, even though it's like a big world, it's actually a small world. So, um, that, last part really didn't make that much sense but really like if there's anything you're going to take away from high school do yes what's going to help you get into college but also only do it if you genuinely enjoy it and if you believe that you can see like it will help you become the best version of yourself yeah i would absolutely agree with that um because like you said, a lot of people prize prestige and they just want to say like, oh, what can I do to get into the best college? Mm-hmm. But um, high school is just another time in your life that hopefully you can enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you don't want to uh, spend four years doing something you like really don't like. Exactly. Maybe up your chances a bit. Mm-hmm. And when you apply to college, the school you thought you wanted to go to might not necessarily be the right fit for you or just don't get too attached because that's what I tended to do but yeah um okay so I guess talking a bit more about um preparing for college maybe we can go to talking about the application process a bit mm-hmm. um so you said you were a biology major or you applied as a biology major Yes, I did. I was pre-med going into college. How did you decide on that? And I guess what made you change? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, in high school, I've always been that person that like knew what I wanted to do. And like my parents are both in healthcare. My older brother is pre-med um, going into med school soon. So like to me, like medicine just seemed like very natural and um. I didn't have like anything else that like I was passionate about over medicine. So I was like, oh yeah, like I'll just become a doctor. Like, and I didn't like, to me, like I didn't want to wander, right? I didn't want to be like, oh, I don't know what I want to do in life yet. So I decided to like settle with medicine. Um, But it was actually at the beginning of the college application process that I was a little bit like, oh, like, do I want to be a doctor? Like I kind of am into like engineering because I was starting to read books about like Elon Musk and 
just like Tesla and SpaceX. I was in, and I was really into it, but I was also really scared to like apply as an engineering major because I like most of my extracurriculars had to do with medicine. But um, you know, it's, it had been at the back of my mind for a while, and it wasn't actually until I moved into the dorm, like, and was there for a couple of days, talked to some people that I had the confidence to make that change, and. Um, yeah, like it's been a very like great learning process. And, um, you know, I'm starting from like really square one because in terms of engineering concepts, like I didn't grow up doing robotics or anything, like even coding. I didn't even take APCS, right? Because I was like, oh, I'm going to be a doctor. I don't even know how to code. So again, like there are times where you feel like you're like fighting from behind because you made the decision quote unquote late. But like, it's like I'm not late, you know, I'm only a freshman in college. I have a lifetime ahead of me. So in that way, it's okay to, you know, not be sure in high school and, you know, explore as you go and hopefully figure it out sometime in college. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I admire those people who like know what they want to do from like high school or from a young age, but yeah, high school and college are really good times to explore your interests and like you don't want to feel locked into a field that you ultimately don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, especially if it's medicine. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I guess how did you decide which colleges you wanted to apply for? Yeah, um, I probably wouldn't be the best person to ask that question to because <laughs> I applied to about every college under the sun. Um, I think I applied to like 30, 40 schools. I don't actually remember. Um, and some of the, the schools I applied to, I kind of applied to like out of panic. Like um, I was just nervous. And then I just I applied to it. Like I didn't know anything about the school, which should not be the case. Like if you apply to something, you should be honest to yourself. And like, if you actually want to go there, because you've looked into the school and what it has to offer and you like that, that you should apply. So um, like Andrea, how did you decide what colleges you wanted to apply to? Um, not as well researched as I would have liked. I got mm-hmm. started looking pretty late. Um, I had like a baseline list uh, recommended to me um, by like some family friend who kind of just built off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess, what are your thoughts on applying to, like, a lot of colleges versus, like, very few, or do you have? Yeah, I think um, nowadays, because it, getting into college is so difficult, you can easily fall into the trap of, like, oh, keep applying to more so that you can at least get into one. But, like, here's the reality. Like, if you can't get into one ivy league applying to like the rest of them won't like increase your chances you know it's like hard enough to get into one like just because you apply to more it doesn't mean like oh you have to at least get into one you know like that logic is absolutely flawed and um i think it applies to like private schools public schools like any school you know like it's not supposedly quantity over quality i mean mathematically you can argue that your chances would be better but like technically speaking it probably isn't, you know, um, you should apply to the schools that you just genuinely are interested in. 
And of course, like the three, the three sort of like categories, like reach schools, um, target schools and like safety schools. Right. And mm-hmm. you should have like a good amount in each so that you feel confident enough that you'll get into a school. Like, so you'll get into a school that you would be okay with attending. Um, and then like, you know, some dream schools that you're, you're reaching for, but if you don't get, it's okay. But at the same time, like, even for those schools, I think like the trap that I fell into was that like when I applied to like Ivy Leagues, I was like, oh, like I'll just apply. If I get in, I'll get in. If I don't, I don't. But like, here's the problem. Like rejection hurts. Even if you tell yourself like, I, I like, it's okay if I don't get in. Like the fact is like when you don't get in, it's sad, you know? And like, if I had actually looked into schools that I wanted to go to and applied more seriously and kind of narrowed down my list more, I would have one saved a lot of money and two not have to go through all that rejection. Like literally, I think like in March and April, like every week, so many rejections, but um, it's okay. Cause I ended up where I'm very happy right now. So yeah. Yeah. I do want to emphasize um, what you said about only choosing schools that you would like to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like a lot of people tend to neglect safeties in that department and then if things go wrong or you're unlucky then you can end up at a school you didn't actually want to go to in the first place um, mm-hmm. and like there's nothing wrong with taking a gap year either but exactly yeah um, hopefully you can find schools that you actually want to go to and even if you didn't want to go there at the beginning or like it wasn't your top choice. There's stuff you can do at any school, like opportunities to take advantage of, people to meet, things to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you have any advice for uh, current juniors about to go through the college app process? Yeah, I would say start early and just think about like the things that you want to write about Um, because like the reality is not every extracurricular is like writable if that makes sense like you can't write an essay about every extracurricular just because like some extracurriculars like they might be rewarding to you but like on paper it doesn't sound that great (laughs) which is like it sounds bad right like I'm not saying to be fake I'm just saying like I'm sure there is something about you that if you write it down and you write it down nicely it's it would be an impactful story for anyone to read right but like some other like there are things that would be like your passion cannot always be translated through um paper right so be a little smart with it think about what you want to write about what you're truly passionate about and of course like like your truest self that you want to portray to the colleges so um like in that way you should be pretty selective about like extracurriculars that you want to write about but also like don't forget like be yourself. And I know it's like very, um, like cliche advice, but at the end of the day, like if you get rejected from a school, like writing about like yourself and being yourself, at least you knew that like you gave it your best shot and you put out like the version of yourself that you are proud of, that you've been working on for many years. Right. But like, if you just like kind of do something random for your essays where you write about something that you're not really actually passionate about then you get rejected you'll just be like oh like what if I just like like you know actually talked about myself you know like you'll always have what ifs I mean either way you'll have what ifs but like I think you've worked on yourself 
these four years and many years before that. Um, you should be proud of yourself and what you've done and write about that and just be ready to talk about it, whether it is in an essay or an interview. Yeah, I would also say from personal experience that um, although you want to try to uh, like be true to yourself and you don't want to be fake, you do also want to put the best possible version of yourself because I tend to like play down my accomplishments and mm-hmm. maybe that's a good quality, modesty, I don't know. But on college apps, that's probably not a good idea because um, you want to, again, just put out the best version of your accomplishments and really show the college like why you're qualified to be there. Um, Absolutely. I guess along the same lines, is there anything you wish you would have done differently if you could redo the process? Um, I would say like, it's kind of like funny because everyone is always saying like start early and like turn things in early. But in a way, I wished that like I waited longer before I turned things in. Um, Because I finished everything very early. But um like the schools that I liked the most, I would finish first. But then, you know, as I would take some of the essays and kind of reuse them, edit them a little for other schools, I actually like, quote unquote, gave birth to even better versions of those essays that I had not even thought about like before. So like, I guess my regret is that like, oh, you know, if I was, if I gave myself more time to think about it and to edit these essays and to tell these stories, would I have, would that have made a difference? Again, like there's no point of asking, like thinking about what ifs because it is what it is, you know, but um, like be prompt, stay on top of your, your work, but also give yourself some time to invent and wander as good old Jeff Bezos says, just to think, you know, and, you know, just think and maybe something will come up that you didn't think of before. Yeah, and just like getting into that style of writing because college essays are like a very different kind of writing than what you're used to in school with essays and reports and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of things you learn about along the way and your essays are going to improve over time for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is something I did want to... Uh, discuss a little bit that wasn't on the questions but I've become a lot more aware of recently which is college decisions Um, like Mm -hmm. choosing where you want to go because I feel like this part it's more difficult for some people than others obviously depending on your choices but I didn't realize how difficult it could be um, especially with differences in like financial aid Mm -hmm. and so many different factors Um, so I guess, why did you choose UCLA? I'm not going to lie. It wasn't that hard of a decision. (laughs) Um, For me personally, uh, I was basically choosing between, yeah, actually, I'm not going to lie. Like, I wasn't choosing between anything. After I didn't get in, I think Stanford was the last thing that came out. (laughs) After I didn't get into Stanford, I committed to UCLA the next day. Just Mm -hmm. because, and in a way, that's like kind of bad because, I basically UCLA was like the best school, like after like all the IVs that I applied to, and like, I guess, liberal arts colleges um, that I got into. And I just like committed to that. I mean, that in Berkeley, but I didn't really like Berkeley because um, I had visited campus and it, I didn't vibe with it too much. 
but I committed to UCLA before I ever saw it for the first time. It's like my first campus tour of UCLA was after I committed. And actually at first I did not like the campus. I think I was just kind of still salty from like all the rejections, but um, I got lucky and I absolutely fell in love with the campus and the school after I got there um, as a student. So um, again, like probably wouldn't be the best person to ask about that, but I'm more curious about like your process, your thought process, because I know you were thinking about um, a couple of different schools and yeah, like how did you um, kind of make that decision? Right. Um, I would say one part that ended up being really, really valuable, but uh, that I hadn't really thought of before was talking to current students, um, getting a perspective, whether it was you or just uh, reaching out to people. Um, mm-hmm. I know for CMU especially, they had these like uh, drop-in office hours, um, talking to professors as well. That was like really, really helpful. Just getting to um, talk to people who go there or work there um, and get their like more honest or personal experience was really helpful for me in making the decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and visiting the schools as well, if you can. Um, I was lucky that I was able to fly out to Pittsburgh and visit. Mm-hmm. And I ended up really liking the campus. Like Once you're there, you can kind of tell if it fits with you or not um, which is really hard to get through like websites or virtual experiences Mm -hmm. so I would say those two things really helped in making my decision and just like talking it out to people who like um, I have a friend who I talk to occasionally but like um, just getting a more impartial view and like sort of laying out my thought process to sort Mm -hmm. of get a more objective opinion um, was also helpful. For sure. That sounds like a very good strategy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, do you have any like final thoughts you want to share? Um, I guess like, yeah, like I guess um, with high school and the whole college application process, I think the number one thing that you can do is like have fun, right? Of course, like work hard, get stressed over work, like whatever, like you should always be a little stressed a little bit just to know that you're actually working hard. But ultimately, like you should really enjoy the process because um, like looking back, even though everything didn't go exactly my way, whatnot, like I have no regrets because I enjoyed writing every essay that I did and I'm really proud of what I put out, not only in the college application cycle, but in high school. I'm very proud of the person that I've become. And um, I'm excited to see the person that I will grow into at UCLA and beyond. And I think, you know, work hard, but make sure that everything that you do, you very much enjoy and um, that you're proud of yourself at the end of the day, no matter if, you know, you get that good grade, you get into that college or not, you know, it's about like, the fundamentals, right? Like who you've really become and the kind of stuff that you um, have done. Absolutely. All these little parts are just um, those little parts that make up who you become, but none of them is like the end all be all of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for recording this episode with me. Um, and to the listener, I hope this was helpful. 
and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. All right. Thank you so much. Bye.